Welcome to Goop Tales, Behind the Story. I'm Maria Kalanchini, and I'm the founder and creator of Goop Tales. If you're new to this podcast and it's your first time listening, you're going to want to go back probably two episodes, back to 86 and 87, because this is the Behind the Story episode where I'm going to talk about what inspired episodes 86 and 87, and just some fun facts from behind the story. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, you're going to want to go back and listen to them first. And I learned some really fun things. We're going to be talking about Monia and Know-It-All, which were the last two episodes. So if you want to find out some fun facts about those episodes, keep on listening. And there's one more thing. These two stories, Monia, because she always moans, and know-it-all, because he's a know-it-all, these two goops, they don't seem to have very much in common, but they do have something because as a result of the trouble that they've gotten themselves into, both know-it-all and Monia learn an important lesson. And it is that of active listening. Yes, active listening. Because listening is actually an act, like a verb. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to them and just pause this and then you can come right back. Otherwise, you might hear a spoiler or two. I am going to talk about both Monia and Know-It-All today, since there wasn't a behind the story last week. I have a couple questions from listeners that I need to answer about these. But first, let's just do a quick recap of the stories. And you know, it's so funny for me to do a recap even a week or two later after I've written the story, because the stories come and go so quickly that I can't even remember all of the information in them, the whole storyline. And what I love is that the listeners, because I hear from so many of you, I think you know these stories better than I do at this point, because I'm always on to the next one. And I know a lot of you listen to these over and over again. I should probably get you to start summarizing them for me in Behind the Story. Monia, she is episode 86, and Monia likes to moan a lot, and she goes to the Pyramid of the Moon in, let's see if I can pronounce it correctly. This was a tough one. You know, when it comes to pronunciation, I do my best, and I have to look up a lot of words that are from other languages and words that I'm not familiar with and how to say them. And it's really interesting. I go to YouTube a lot and I'll literally put in, how do you say? And so Monia goes to Teotihuacan in Mexico. And at least that's what YouTube told me how to say it, Teotihuacan. And Gracie May asked that she go there because Gracie May created Monia, the group name Monia. She wanted her to go back in time to the Pyramid of the Moon. 
So that is exactly what she did. And she met her great, 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 great grandfather, which was another one of Gracie May's ideas. I have to say, when I first read that description, I thought, I've never really talked about the relatives of the Goops, like great, 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 great grandfather. The parents come into it a little bit, but they don't really speak. And it just got me thinking, I'm wondering what you, the listeners, think about having more interactivity with the Goops relatives, or do you like it just to be the Goops in their own peer group, Goop to Goop to Goop to Goop? It was just interesting to bring in a great, 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 great grandfather because I've never done that before. It was a creative challenge, and I thank you for that, Gracie May. In any case, Monia made it all the way to Mexico, and she went through the pyramids with the help of her great, 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 great grandfather, was able to actually escape them all in one piece and get back to Goop World. And she had to give up her moaning to do that because she was so busy moaning part of the time that she couldn't even focus on what she needed to do, which I'm sure we've all been guilty of. I've done it myself. And every time I start to moan, I think, oh my gosh, this is such a waste of time and energy, energy that I could be using to write goop tales. So just remember that every time you start to moan about something, you're actually using up your energy. Wouldn't you rather use it to play or write or listen to a goop tale? Okay, that's all I'll say about moaning. Now, there was a fun little story in Monia's story that I looked up and I made reference to, and that was about Napoleon and the rabbits. When I look up or when I bring in stories into Goop Tales, for the most part, they're true. They're based on historical facts, or at least facts, I assuming they're facts when I read them. And I bring them in, and then sometimes I add a fantasy element to what's happening in the story or to the actual Goop. Of course, there's a lot of fantasy in Goop Tales, but all of the little fun facts are literally facts. So I want to tell you where this story about Napoleon Bonaparte and the little bunnies came in. It says, once upon a time, the famous conqueror Napoleon Bonaparte was attacked by bunnies. The emperor had requested that a rabbit hunt be arranged for himself and his men. His chief of staff set it up and had men round up reportedly 3,000 rabbits for the occasion. When the rabbits were released from their cages, the hunt was ready to go. At least that was the plan. But the bunnies charged toward Bonaparte and his men in a vicious and unstoppable onslaught. I thought that was pretty funny. Those rabbits were not going to be chased by Napoleon and his men. That is a real story, and that is why I chose to put it in the Monia story. So that was just one fun fact for that. Now, let me see. I think I have a question about Monia from Micah. And Micah wrote in and said, were there only three pyramids, the sun, moon, and cobra, 
Were there any other pyramids for planets or animals? Great question, Micah, which brings me back to the facts that we were just talking about. There are slash were only three pyramids, which was the sun, the moon, and a serpent in Teotihuacan, Mexico. There were no other pyramids in this part of Mexico that in this Teotihuacan area for planets or animals, at least none that I could find. There were the three pyramids, the sun and the moon and the serpent. So that is actually based on real facts when I put that in there. Braden asked, how, why, and when did you come up with the idea for goop tails? I love this question, Braden. Okay, before we get into know-it-all, I'm going to answer this question. Goop Tales is a book that was written to teach kids manners in 1904, when the world was a very different place. It wasn't really written in a story format. It was 52 Goops, written by Gillette Burgess, and there are 26 boys and 26 girls. And each goop had a little poem, as you know, written about them. And when I was younger, my mom, who had read it when she was younger, she read it to us. And I come from a big family. I have seven siblings. I have five sisters and two brothers. So we would call each other these goop names. You're a pig, never share, you know, Gablia. I had so many siblings and I would identify who was who, depending upon my mood, which goop they were. And so the goops started very young for me. I've always like had them, had them in my, had them in my world. And as I got older, I forgot about them for a long time. And then I thought I found the book one day and I thought about them. And I really loved the drawings of the goops so much. And I thought these goops are so charming and I'd love the drawings. And I feel like more of the world needs to see them. This was many years ago. And way before I wrote the stories. And so I actually put the images of goops on t-shirts and I used to sell them at street fairs and people would come up to me at the street fairs and they would be really intrigued by the t-shirts and think, this is so cute. This is so interesting. They'd pick it up and see Gablia or Nevershare or Very Vain. And they would want to know more about the story behind the image that they saw on the shirt. So I, of course, had the book with me and I would show them the book and I would explain to them about the goops. And they really loved it once they understood stories behind it. And that got me thinking that I was going to have to find a way to put the goops into a story that people could relate to. A more, not just the poems, a real story because I wanted people to fall in love with the goops the way that I did. So I thought, okay, if I can start creating stories where they go places all over the world, and the reason I picked all over the world instead of just keeping them in goop world, as you know, going throughout the world, the real world that we live in and visiting different lands and cultures are a big part of goop tales. I did that because I love traveling. And I love going to new and foreign countries and new lands and just seeing this amazing world around us. So I thought, if I can take the goops on a journey, each to a different place, I can learn more about it. Maybe it's somewhere that I've gone and I can use these incredible pictures of 
the world around us to illustrate goop tales. And that is how I came up with the idea. And I started writing the first goop tale probably over 10 years ago. And I have to say, I don't think it was very good. I don't even know where that is anymore. I probably have it written down somewhere, but it wasn't, it didn't have a lot of detail in it. And when I started the podcast in 2016, I think, I started to get a lot more detailed with the way I was writing my stories. And then I started to form a method of chapters and each chapter has to be a certain amount of words so that everything stays in flow and there's a nice continuity to the goops. And that is pretty much, I hope that answers your question, Brayden. That's a pretty long answer I gave you. But that is how I came up with the idea. So they've been in my head since I was a child, but didn't come to life till I was into adulthood. And now that I can bring them to all of you listeners, it makes me so happy, especially that I can bring them with foreign countries all around the world that you get to learn about through the goops. And hopefully one day you get to go to your favorite places that you've heard about. That's certainly my hope for me. I've been to many places, but the goops have traveled more than I have. I will say that. Okay, let's move on to know-it-all. So know-it-all was last week's episode, and it was know-it-all and the Indonesian false gharial. That is a mouthful. Know-it-all was inspired, I'm looking at my notes, that was Bennett that asked for know-it-all. And Bennett says, if another goop finds something out, he yells out, I know that already. He is a goop that acts like he knows everything. And he goes to Indonesia and wears glasses and holds a paper and pen so he can remember what he knows. Thank you again, Bennett, for inspiring know-it-all. I think we've all known a know-it-all. You know, they're the first ones to answer everything and don't really give anybody else a chance. But there's something really great about know-it-alls in the fact that they really love knowledge and learning and they have so much information. And if they were maybe a little more patient, that information could come out in a really organic way without them having to pop it out when it's nobody even asks about it. Does that make sense? I do like a know-it-all, but I don't like a know <laughs> I like that they know so many things, but I don't like it, them to like shove it in my face. I like to wait for the right moment for the information to come out. Let's see, what did I else did I want to say about know-it-all? Oh, in that story. So know-it-all goes to, as we know, uh, Indonesia. He meets a false gharial, which when I was doing research on Indonesia... I found the false gharial, which is a member of the crocodile family that lives there. And you definitely need to go look at the pictures on Gooptails for the false gharial. It's like, I had not seen one before, and they've got these skinny, long snouts, not nearly as wide as a crocodile's mouth would be, but a long, skinny, pointed snout. But they've still got those super sharp teeth. I just thought they were such unusual animals. And a lot of times I try to bring a more unusual animal into Goop Tales. That is how the false gharial ended up. But the false gharial is not the only animal in Know-It-All. There are orangutans. And I just have a funny story about me 
and the way that I said that, that I wanted to tell you about. So when I was younger and we would go to the zoo and I would hear people talking about animals, I always thought for the longest time that orangutan was an orangutan. Does anyone else out there think that? Because I always thought that when I was younger. I thought, oh, it's an orangutan. Where did I get that G on the end? I don't know, but it's actually an orangutan. I think that's really interesting, and I would be curious to hear if anybody else pronounced it orangutan or thought it was orangutan. (laughs) I just thought it was a funny thing, and I maybe I'm the only one, but maybe not. One thing I learned about orangutans that you didn't hear, no, I think I did talk about it in the story, that I thought was so sweet and charming, is that they cover themselves with leaves from the rain. And if you go to YouTube, you can see videos of this. When they're moving around the forest and it starts raining, they will literally pick up a fern or another leaf and put it on their head like an umbrella. And it's so sweet. And I just look at it and I think, how much does that really protect you from the rain? But it must, right? Because that's what they do. Before we wrap this up, I just want to thank Clementine. Clementine sent me in the mail an incredible drawing of Playalina. It was just so charming and lovely, and I really appreciate it. I'm going to keep it Clementine and add it to my collection. Thank you. Thank you for that. And if you have any questions that you want me to answer in a future Behind the Story episode, You can send it by email if you go to gooptales.com on our contact page, or you can leave a voice message on gooptales.com. There's a little thing on the side that says leave a voice message for Maria, or you can go to Facebook and Instagram and ask a question. And I'm happy to answer questions about the episodes, even really old episodes before I started doing Behind the Story. I love bringing that back you know, looking up facts about them and answering your questions. So please, any episode you want to ask a question about or just Goop Tales in general, I am happy. So send in your questions. The next episode of Goop Tales is coming out very soon. So don't forget to subscribe to make sure you never miss it. And that is it for today's Behind the Story. I want to thank you all for staying with me and for listening. I hope you are all actively listening because it is amazing what you can learn when you're actively listening and not thinking about what you're going to say next and instead listening to whoever is speaking. Okay, I will see you in the next Goop Tale.